0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the second episode of the Rambling About Wrestling podcast. I am your host, Nick Pearl, and in case you still don't know what we're doing here, we're going to be doing exactly what the title of this podcast is, we're going to be Rambling About Wrestling. But today, we have a few things to talk about. Number one, we'll touch on the Super Bowl a little bit, even though I don't watch football, This is the one game that I watch a year, but there's some things I want to get into. And we are also going to be talking about the upcoming Elimination Chamber and Wrestlemania. So without further ado, let's get rambling. We had a nice little Super Bowl party by my aunt and uncle's house yesterday. And although I couldn't tell you who was playing until we got there... It was still a great time. I did lose money. I definitely lost money, but I'm only down like 20 bucks this year, I think, which is fantastic for me. Usually I'm down 40, 50. So, the halftime show with Usher. What the hell was this? Now, I know that they were streaming this show on Nickelodeon. Half of the things that were going on in this, you know, the dancing, the touching. Why is this? There's no way this was streamed on Nickelodeon, right? If it was... I want to know what Spongebob and Patrick were saying, because this game was boring up until like the last, you know, the the end of the fourth quarter going into overtime. It it did get good there. Around that time, I actually got up off the couch and went downstairs to go to the bathroom. Of course, it picks up when I'm not watching. That's usually what happens. But the halftime show, instead of watching this interesting performance, we could say, where is Halftime Heat. For those of you that don't know what Halftime Heat is, it is a WWE event that runs about 20 minutes, you know, during the halftime show. And sometimes they would have a match. Other times they would recap what's been going on in wrestling. And they would have a closing segment. So I'm going to pull it up right now. And I'm going to tell you what's happened on Halftime Heat in the past. So there's only been three halftime heats before, which is kind of crazy for me to th- even fathom. Because this this is such a great idea. You know, there's some people that just don't want to watch the halftime show. If you're a wrestling fan, why don't you watch halftime heat? I'd rather do that. Plus, I got, I got a phone and the TV. I could have both on at the same time. Anyway, the first halftime heat episode that they had was the main event of The Rock versus Mankind in an empty arena match for the WWF Championship at the time. One on one with the great one. Halftime big game. You got your shot. You sell your ass piece of crap. Yeah! <laughs> one man will walk out of this arena, WWF Champion. The other may not walk out. At all. You get the first This is WWF history in the making. An empty arena match for the first time ever. Kind of coming over this way now. Oh, right into the timekeeper's table. Unbelievable. Oh, yes. Look at this. Have a seat. Yeah. What? Come on. Not quite. That's three points right through the uprights. That's that's oh no. oh Don't stop, stop making a mess. Oh no. Smack down hotel corner no-year-old Boulevard to Brony Drive. No man, I can't talk. She's a little tied up right now. What he's gonna do? Down, down. No. Down. No, it's gonna crush The Rock. What? Rock is ah, underneath all that weight. The Rock. Don't, don't pin him! No, no! no. a WWF with the aid of a forklift! Well, that was nuts. <laughs> For those of you that aren't watching the video version of the podcast and you're just listening, I just want you to know that, yes, The Rock did get stuck under a forklift to get pinned, and they used popcorn, cotton candy garbage cans, whatever you could think of, they just used, and it was just so much fun. You would think the next year would have something of equal importance. I could tell you right now, that did not happen. They had some recap of what happened in past matches. They also had, as the main event slot, as stated on Wikipedia, an in-studio show interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin as he recovered from neck surgery. But that's a bit of a step down from the prior year, when there was a title change, a major title change. Fast forward 19 years. 19 years. This match was an NXT halftime heat. It's not the regular main roster halftime heat. This is the NXT halftime heat. And the matchup that we got was the faces in Alistair Black, Ricochet, and Velveteen Dream against the heels. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Adam Cole. I just remember it being a very fun matchup. And of course, if you're doing a halftime show, this is the main event. People are going to see a great match. They're going to want to see the the good guys win, which is ultimately what happened. This was a great match. And while I'm looking through, I think they said this was the most watched NXT match ever. They hit around 3 million viewers for NXT. Great match. And they really need to bring halftime heat back. So back to the Super Bowl. Was it predictable? Was it not? Well, if you had the Chiefs winning this Super Bowl, people come at me for saying that WWE's fake, WWE's predetermined. Well, my aunt came up to me during the Super Bowl and said this is worse than wrestling. And I can tell you right now, for my aunt to say that the Super Bowl is very predictable, you got Travis Kelsey out there, you got Taylor Swift watching, look, The ending of this, once the Chiefs won, everybody was just deflated. My uncle almost won $750, and then the Chiefs pulled off the shenanigans. Other things of note during this show, uh, my nanny won $200 off of a scratch-off. I had the quarter, and I checked. She did indeed win. My dad won $500 in the Super Bowl boxes. Which is great, but there really was some WWE-like booking. If not WWE, I would consider this WCW-like booking. You got the predictability that nobody really wanted, but you got anyway. The Chiefs winning. Where is Solo Sokoa when we need him? I'm sitting there watching the Chiefs. They're getting so close to getting the points. And you just want Solo to run out and Samoan and spike someone. It deflated the whole house the Chiefs winning which is exactly what happened when Solo Sokoa came out Samoan spiked Cody Rhodes in the main event of Wrestlemania. It's the same kind of scenario. Solo Sokoa we didn't want him there but we sure as hell wanted him now. At least I did because that would have made this game even more interesting and then they could have had a feud. So much like Cody Rhodes Cody Rhodes won the last two Royal Rumbles and the Chiefs won the last two Super Bowls. So this is the second time that the Kansas City Chiefs have taken on the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. The first time happened in 2020, the San Francisco 49ers did not get to finish their story. You go on to 2024, in the rematch, everybody was rooting for San Francisco. They still did not finish their story. So what happens here with Cody? Does Cody drop the second matchup to Roman, much like the San Francisco 49ers? We will find out in a few months at wrestlemania but right now i would say it's not looking very good for cody speaking of wrestlemania we got to get into the wrestlemania kickoff show that they had and a lot of this was boring as all hell you had bianca belair come out to promote her tv show which i still have to watch it looks fantastic just this one clip alone makes me want to watch it then you got rhea ripley coming out botching her lines calling io sky eo shirai which I wish they kept her name that way, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not the head of creative. I can't do that. The main event of the press conference WrestleMania kickoff show, Cody Rhodes comes out, calls his shot, which is what should have happened in the first place. That basically makes that whole segment on SmackDown irrelevant. And you make your world heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins, look like a complete joke. He just kind of stands there on stage, second fiddle to everybody else. His championship, not only did Roman Reigns on SmackDown call his championship the secondary championship, the loser's bracket championship, but he doesn't even have a WrestleMania challenger. And you didn't know what was going on with him up until the elimination chamber was brought up. So now, not only is Seth Rollins injured, Seth Rollins is assuming that he's going to be cleared for WrestleMania. You're going to have an elimination chamber for a secondary championship right behind the Universal title. Rollins has been an excellent champion. Is he really considered secondary? Roman Reigns could just be saying this because the last time they had a match, it ended in DQ. Where do they go from here? You have Rock and Roman, you have Cody and Seth. Do you do a tag match? People say they wanna see the tag match at Elimination Chamber, but dude, again, Seth is hurt. Seth is not cleared to compete. (laughs) So why would you even put this match up out there to begin with? In the teaser trailer, it looks like they're going for a tag match. So do you have the tag match night one at Mania? Does night two get loaded up with two title matches? You get Roman Cody, Seth and Rock? Seth and the winner of the chamber? I don't know what they're going to do. In the chamber, right now, you have Randy Orton, who has been in the chamber before. You have Drew McIntyre, who has also been in the chamber before. First of all, all the competitors that have been announced... In the beginning for this Elimination Chamber tournament of sorts, of the people that have been announced, you have Logan Paul, who has never been in a Chamber match, LA Knight, who has never been in a Chamber match, uh, Dominic Mysterio, who has never been in the Chamber match, and Ivar, who has never been in the Chamber match. Now, Bobby Lashley, he was in the chamber, but they had some shenanigans go down in Saudi, and ultimately, Bobby Lashley was taken out because of injury before he could even enter the match, making his WWE championship that he had vacated so Brock Lesnar could win and challenge Roman Reigns in the greatest WrestleMania match ever, which it was not. That match was not good because they got hurt. Roman hurt himself. Anyways, who would I have in this chamber match? You've already got Drew. You've already got... Orton, the next matchups you have are Big Bronson Reed versus Bob. Look, I love Bob. I would love for him to be in this match. He's feuding with Cross. They're going to Australia. Bronson Reed's going to be in his second chamber match. You have Ivar versus LA Knight. The argument could be made for both of these guys, but since they just recently, with all the stuff that was going down with Brock Lesnar, they took Brock Lesnar out of the intro to every show and put LA Knight in. Yeah. You put L.A. Knight in. Yeah, you put L.A. Knight into the intro in place of Brock Lesnar. Where the company views him, that's huge. I would have L.A. Knight take the spot. When it comes to Logan Paul and The Miz, I don't really care who wins this one, honestly. Logan Paul, you're probably going to build his United States Championship match at Mania. You put Logan Paul in. Why isn't Gunther in? (laughs) Gunther has been championed for much longer than Logan Paul. He's had a more dominant reign than Logan Paul. Why is Gunther not in? I don't know. But whatever the case may be. And Logan Paul even said, why am I in this match? He didn't want to be in the match. So why don't they switch places? Put Gunther in. But then you got to have Gunther take the pin. Unless he is still the matchup for Mania against Rollins. Which, Remember, they had a segment in Raw. Gunther said, I'm coming for you, Rollins, so I don't know. Then you have this this matchup. It could go either way. Dirty Dom and Kevin Owens. You could have Kevin Owens in because he's feuding with Logan Paul still. You could have Dirty Dom because he's going to get a lot of heat in Australia, and he's probably going to eliminate a big name. I could totally see Dom eliminating Bronson Reed to piss off the whole hometown. That would be great television. So I would actually put Dom Mysterio into this matchup for the number one contendership. Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Big Bronson Reed, LA Knight, yeah, Logan Paul, and Dirty Dom. And that would be my men's elimination chamber matchup. When it comes to the women's, it's just going to be the final six of the Rumble. So you're going to have Liv. You're going to have Naomi. You're going to have Jade. You're going to have Becky. You're going to have Bianca. And you're going to have Tiffany. And this one could go all different ways. It's probably going to be Becky winning. Which, that's the matchup everybody wants to see at Mania, right? You want to see Becky versus Rhea. They've been building to it. And I would still have Rhea beat her, But this matchup is going to slap. It's going to be just as good, if not better, than Rhea versus Charlotte. I think Rhea versus Charlotte at last year's Mania is the greatest women's match I've ever seen. And Jade and Bianca... I would love for that to be the Mania match, the the singles-women's match. But it kind of looks like they're going Bianca versus Tiffany, which is huge for Tiff. Charlotte's out. You get a girl that is a beautiful blonde, is very athletic, kind of like a Charlotte carbon copy. But Bianca, Tiffany, that'll be great. So kudos to them for building these up. The last thing that we are going to talk about today is SmackDown. Braun Breaker and Triple H had a little backstage segment. As they're talking, it seems it seems as though Braun Breaker is going to be going to SmackDown. Braun goes to Triple H asking for some advice. Who comes out? Paul Heyman. As soon as I saw these two on my screen, Braun Breaker and Paul Heyman, you just know that they are heading, once Roman Reigns is done with this championship run, You're going to put Paul with Braun. Braun is going to be a mega heel. And they actually had an interaction before on NXT. And the title of the video on YouTube from this segment is, Is Braun Breaker a Paul Heyman guy? He's going to go on the tear of his life. They don't have Brock Lesnar, but you got Braun Breaker. And this would be the greatest pairing that they could do, I think, out of any pairing that they have going for them right now. So does Cody finish his story? Yes, I think Cody does finish his story. I don't think he's going to fumble it like the 49ers. Cody will complete the story. Cody could actually drop it to Braun Breaker. They could have been planting the seeds for Paul Heyman to stay relevant. Once Roman goes away, he's probably going to take like a year off, first of all. Let's clap it up for him. Roman deserves all the time off in the world. He has been such a workhorse. So with that, this brings the second ever episode of the Ramblin' Bet Wrestling podcast to an end. If you missed last week's episode, or maybe you want to listen again this week, you can catch me on all of your favorite streaming platforms. You can look on the brand new Rambling About Wrestling YouTube channel. Please drop a like, hit the subscribe button, comment. I'm going to be very active on there. Check it out on the Rambling About Wrestling Instagram page, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify iHeartRadio, anything you could think of. If you want it, I'm on it. It's looking like we're gonna have a Tuesday drop of the podcast and a Friday drop of the podcast. I will see you all again on Friday. Let's keep rambling, everybody.